Don't touch me. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 269. I am Michael Gaines. And I'm Renata. Hi, Renata. How are you? Tired from too much adulting this week. <laughs> yeah, I know. A lot of adulting. But, Ben McAdoo is out. Gino and so Smith is, is Jerry Reese. And Jer- uh, yeah, Jerry Reese. I'm, I'm upset that that Eli didn't play this weekend. It was it was heartbreaking. Yes, it was. But And Gino yeah. did not save the day. No, no, nobody. No one figured he would because no. he was the, the quarterback wasn't the problem. No, the quarterback was definitely not the problem. So um, we'll see what happens. But yeah, Eli is playing again this weekend against the Cowboys. Oh, I want them to beat the Cowboys. Oh, me too. Steve Spagnolo's the there uh, is the temporary. Yep. I head called coach. it. I called it. You Spag- did. Yeah. So. We need like a little ding, 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 ding. We need a, we need a soundboard, you know. We need we need drops and stuff. I have a feeling that Spag is going to do a good job. Um, yeah, I think so too. I really wasn't. I wasn't up on what McAdoo had. I mean, he did a great job last year. I don't know what happened this year. I mean, I do, but you know, I, well, I don't changed. think it was entirely his fault either. No. I was just so mad about the whole thing with benching Eli last last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, any case, we have some wow to talk about. Wow, there's so much. Yes, there is actually. It, I mean, our notes are not long, but there's actually quite a lot <laughs> packed into them. Um, as I mentioned, I had some life invasions, and unfortunately, the next couple of weeks are probably going to be really, really busy for me because, mm-hmm. make a long, very long story short, my mother has done much worse over the past couple of months. We're having to move them again. And this time we're moving them into a facility. It's, it's in the same complex they're in now, but it's kind of like one step below a nursing home at this mm-hmm. point. Her dementia has gotten a lot worse. Oh. And uh, so um, next week, we'll see if I'm yeah. around or not. Yeah. Um, might have to nudge. Uh, I've, I've already hit up the bat phone just in okay, case. Good. So... I, I, I warned <laughs> you that, you know, at least the next couple of weeks are going to be tough, but the good news is we found them a another place on very very short notice and that's available now, which is almost unheard of. Mm-hmm. So most of these places, you you know, you get on a waiting list five, six, seven months more possibly. Yeah. I did get some gaming in though. Um, my Worgen Mage finished the Argus campaign, uh-huh. and. I've started the process of looking at my characters and seeing which ones have not finished their class hall. And you'll never guess which one I got finished with her class hall. The shaman? No. Or the mage? My shadow priest. You're, really? Huh. Yes. How'd it go? It's. I can't say that I have a really good organic feel for how the shadow priest works Mm -hmm. but i'm going to make max dps the mod of the cast okay because max dps and you have to install separate um add-ons for each class that you want to have this to basically what it does is it highlights what it thinks should be your next spell based on procs based on um Hmm. Yeah. You know, what's going to work best with each other. So even if you have no clue what you're doing, you can <laughs> you, you actually max DPS can kind of teach you how to play the class again, still doesn't feel natural to me. And I still don't completely understand how things work together, mm-hmm. but I finished my class hall today and I finished champions of Legion fall. So she's got her six followers nice. following her nice. around and so it's all good, but um, yeah, my shadow priest. It sound, and, how, how you feel about the shadow priest sort of reminds me of how I felt about the Death Knight years ago. It's like I just couldn't get into it. Well, yeah, and I don't know how much you know. I don't know if I'm going to take her into Argus and all that sort of thing, but mm-hmm. at least I'm in the process of getting the class halls done. And really, it was the whole uh, revelation about two manning. The, uh, the the dungeons. Oh yeah, that, did you do uh, any more of that? Yeah, actually, I did. She she two manned. What was it? Um, Halls of Valor with Kryler's Horde Warlock. Uh huh. 
Now, he wants to run some of his forgotten tunes through their class halls and such, so I've gotten my warlock up to snuff so she can warlock tanking uh, <laughs> two-man normals for the win. Um, so we're going to be we're gonna be doing some of that. I did not get flying. I have not done Emerald Nightmare. I am going to do Emerald Nightmare, I swear, one of these days, but my weekend <laughs> was eaten. I could even do it with you. I know, but the thing is, is that, and I think, reading it, I think all we have to do is Xavius. Mm, mm, I don't remember. I know we had to go through it. Um, through the I, whole thing? Well, yeah, there was... Because uh, you can enter getting... right in, the only thing that you have to get is in as off, is maybe it behind Xavius. Yeah, you may be right. I don't remember because there are a couple of quests that were sort of lumped in there at the same time. Well, I don't care so I don't about remember. those. Yeah, but I, I don't give I don't I don't give a crap about those. I just want the flying. But unfortunately, as I said, this weekend is when I was up making all of the um, arrangements for my mother to move into the not quite nursing home. So mm. I do have a really good excuse. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but this weekend, hopefully, without any crises, I should be able to do it. So, and I, as I said I think all we have to do is Xavius. Now. I read one thing that said that you can only do the Xavius if, if Scenarius is dead. So I might have to do the one the wing before that. But I don't think I've got to do the whole thing. I don't know. Someone said you can... I, one of the things I was reading said you just have to do Xavius and it takes 10 to 15 minutes. Maybe. So, I, I really don't remember because there was there was that. There was another quest. There, there were two or three that I had to do in, in Emerald Nightmare. As I said, I don't, so, I don't care uh, about those. Those can go hang, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So I just want to, just want to do that so I can, I can fly. You should be able to blow through the whole thing very fast. Yeah, I know, but I don't. I. <laughs> and then you'll I have don't flying. like rates. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I, I, know. I, I, I want to do that, but as I said, I, I don't mind real, raids. I, I really just, good excuse. Yeah, I just didn't like what the baggage that came with raids. Yeah, well, it's not so much raids; it's pickup groups. And raids, LFR is just a really big pickup group. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, my week. All right, um, it was achievement hunting again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, with and how'd Allie. it go this time? Okay, so here's the thing. It it went fine. We're trying to get the last of our 10-mans. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's going okay. The problem is that we're having a little bit of trouble with... Um, some that are that should be easy <laughs> or and and then there was like the one with xt x the, the one with xt didn't work out too well xt uh, is in which one xt is oh it's in old war it's the one Olduwar, the, right, the, yeah. the crying baby robot that one so yeah xt didn't work it turns out there's some rng that goes with that and mm-hmm. all right so it turns out that we have like a boatload of 25 man for old war so mm-hmm. we're just gonna like blow through that uh, this upcoming Monday, mm-hmm. and we'll do that. And I'm still trying to get that five man one done in Scolo, the one that bugs out sometimes, mm-hmm. where um, everybody gets poured into the 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 cell. Yeah, right. And then you just wait, and then the cell's open, and you have to kill fifty of those students all at once. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't gotten that one either. Yeah, so I'm I'm still trying to get that done. Mm-hmm. Um. But you need other people to do it. That's the problem. You can't solo it. Um, there was another one that we tried doing. It's called Staying Buffed All Winter. And it's you have to get three buffs at the same time. The fire buff, the druid buff, and the cold buff. With and where gear. is this? Alduar. Okay. Um, and Allie thinks that she had it, but then we killed Hodir and then she didn't get it. I don't know. It might be buggy. It may be... One of the buffs dropped off at the last second. We don't know. But mm-hmm. it looked like it was supposed to work, and it didn't. Um, and, and I think we forgot to do Algalon. But, yeah, next week we're doing all 25-man. Now, there's something else that I'm, I've been working on. Mm-hmm. It's not gameplay-related, but it's game-related. For the first time, I'm finally figuring out how to write add-ons. Oh, really? Yeah. You would think that I would have like picked this up a long time ago, being a software engineer and all that, but like I just never bothered. 
Now, is there a particular type of add-on that Ooh. you're trying to work no, on, or not, really. not ready to say? No, no, no. It's it's more like I'm I'm just sort of figuring things out right now, mm-hmm. like what the limitations of Lua are and what you can do with XML files and things like that. It's it's more like, well, what can we figure out how to do at this point? You know, not not like I have anything in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after all this time, I just wanted to see what makes it tick because I fixed those. Although the one, what was it called? Um, oh, it was the one where you can mouse over something. It was um, um, Altaholic. Uh-huh. I modded Altaholic so that it would mount. It, when you mouse over, when you moused over something in your bank, it would actually tell you if the item is on another tune because it didn't do that before. Um, and that sort of like seeded me to go. Eh, I wonder what it, what's wonder what it's like to write an add-on. So I was up last night let me tell you there some of the documentation is wrong <laughs> <laughs> um i don't it's know how wrong or just just wrong outdated. no it's just wrong um i don't know how people can write stuff with with documentation that's not correct but it would it would take me going to like i had so many tabs open last night trying to like why isn't this work and then i would ha- You'd have to think about like another add-on. It's like, well, how did this other add-on make it work? And then you go in there and you realize that that it is completely different than what the documentation says. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's that's great. But yeah, I, I have nothing in mind at the moment. At, at this point, it's more like, let me see what I can do. Mm-hmm. My my interest is like inter. How do you call it? Like add-ons that can talk to each other mm-hmm. on the same server. Mm-hmm. Sort of like what Deadly Boss Mods does. That was one thing that always intrigued me is that you would log you would this is always funny. The Twitch app would say you have a, an update for Deadly Boss Mods and then you would update it and you would log into the game and 30 seconds later your Deadly Boss Mods is out of date. So, oh yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> so I was just figuring out what mechanism um that was. And I figured it out. It's called send add-on message, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which I'm not going to get into. I was actually thinking about doing some sort of series on writing Uh add-ons, but there are already a couple out there, so I don't know if anybody really needs me to do it. But it's it's an interesting process. Uh There are some things that they don't – there's – there are things that I found that are not documented at all. I'm not talking about wrong documentation, about like undocumented stuff, or maybe uh-huh. it's hidden somewhere. Things like that. Um, I don't. But you said there are series on how to do this, but are there YouTube, good series? I don't know. I I have to go in and look. See, because that's the thing. It's like I feel that if I'm going to commit to something, like like maybe a podcast that runs for 13 years, I feel like if I'm going to commit. <laughs> Just think sometimes of how old I was when I started this, I, <laughs> and, and then I cry. Um, I um, yeah, the first number was still a three. Stop. <laughs> um, I hate you now, but it, <laughs> no, but seriously, um, I try not to take thunder away from other people. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I, I feel like there's another series that I was thinking about doing, and and the reason I don't is because there's one out there already. I'm not going to say what it is, um, but there's another series out there that is so good that there is no way on God's green earth that I'm going to be able to be able to be better than that. Like no, nobody's that's fine, but if it's not, not good, then maybe you could do something that was better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with you. Especially if you happen to know someone who's got a master's degree in instructional design. Who would that be? Gee, who would that who be? Who would yeah. that be? We'll, we'll talk offline. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's this other <laughs> series that I thought about doing, and, and there was somebody who was actually really, really good at it. And I was like, mm-hmm. nah, it's just... And like, look, Here's what happens. I'm going to go off tangent for a little bit. Whenever I watch instructional videos, in my head, I'm like, I hope this person answers this, 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 and this. In this other instructional series, not only does the person answer this, 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 and this, but they also bring up some other things that I didn't even think of. So those are the good ones. Those are the ones that I won't even touch. Like, you know what? You're awesome. And I'll give you some thumbs up on your YouTube, and that's it. Um, 
but I'll have to see what these other people say because one of the things that I found in computers is that, and maybe it comes from learning this stuff from basic on my like Atari, mm-hmm. my, my TRS eighties, <laughs> and you know things like that in high school, is that they they tell you, they teach you the what's but not the why's, right? Sometimes, and it's like that in math. My uh, my oldest was taking calculus in high school and I was having some trouble. I said, are they teaching you the why between this chapter and this chapter? No. Well, I would explain the why. Why is a derivative of the way it is? Why is an integral what it is? Oh, that's what it means. That sort of thing. That's what some of these instructional videos don't teach you is the whys. Mm-hmm. So... As a matter they just of say, fact, do it this way. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, it almost—it was almost a reason why I started this podcast in the first place. Is that there was nothing out there, right, at the time, and here we are, thirteen years later, <laughs> still yammering on about this game. Still yammering on. Can you believe it? Not only are we still yammering on about this game, now we have like the original version of the game coming out, sort of, kind of. We don't know yet. So we're going to have like nine podcasts a week at this point. <laughs> It'll be fun. No, anyway, um, I, yeah, I'm working on add-ons. Um, I will tell you this. If you're going to work on add-ons, grab Notepad++. It's a great little app, and it actually understands. I, I guess it auto-senses what you're working on. Uh, either by the extension or maybe the syntax or both or whatever. But, you know, if you're editing a Lua file, then it'll it'll actually – how do I put it? It'll like um, – it'll um, what, what, are, what is it called? Um, Xcode does the same thing. It tries to autocomplete what you're typing. So if you type str, it'll, it'll bring up string as like a suggestion. And you just hit tab and it'll fill it in. It's really nice. So, I'm just checking. I use a, a code editor called uh, TextPad. Okay. And I'm just wondering if they've got built-in Lua uh, tools for yeah. that. Doesn't look like it so far. I'm looking at they have pretty much everything else. C plus, they've got C, C++, Java, HTML, all kinds of things I don't recognize. I use it primarily <laughs> for HTML, CSS, that sort of thing. Yeah. The Notepad++ might be nice. So what I did was I took cell junk. I figured, <laughs> okay, this has got to be the easiest thing that you can look at, right? Right. And I've been using it for years. And for those of you that don't know what it is, is when you go to the um, when you go to a merchant, there's a little button that says sell junk. <laughs> it's a button. You click the button it sells all your gray items. And then you can also tell it like specifically what gray items you don't want to sell, what white items you might want to sell, that sort of thing, maybe greens or whatever. But the point is, is that there was something very confusing in it is that there's a there's a call called. um item was it item pickup or something so it'll pick up an item in, in your bag so you get the bag number and the slot number and it picks it up and then the next call was like merchant on click left button and i'm looking at this i'm going uh what how does that work because usually when you go to a merchant you're not clicking your left button you're clicking your right, right button, button. Just to sell stuff mm-hmm. well it turns out this is what i mean is like there was some documentation hidden deep in some file somewhere that said, oh, by the way, this call will also sell the item that has been picked up. Ah. That's odd. Yeah. that That's, like, very strange. Yeah. So Somebody, you know, I just go, oh, that, that's a function or library someone really misnamed. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my, my goal is to understand a little bit more about how add-ons work mm-hmm. at this point. And then maybe I'll work on something specific. So if anybody out there is a, a mod writer, an add-on writer, just let us know what you do and how you like working on mods and are people nice to you? Because <laughs> there's, there's always somebody on a forum somewhere going, man, it's broken. All right. Okay, what do we have this week in WoW? Well, Dark Moon Fair ends on Saturday, I think. Sunday? Late Saturday. Late Saturday, Late early Saturday. Sunday. Yeah. Right. So make sure that you run all your tunes through if you haven't. Mm-hmm. PvP week next week. Mm-hmm. The specials are arena skirmishes and PvP brawl weekly events. So 
Not that I'm concerned about, but just, you know. I just realized, isn't um, Cataclysm Time Walking this week? Yes. Oh, I need to get on that. Yeah. Okay. Um, next week, uh, the 16th is Feast of the Winter Vale. Yes. Coming up. I love it. I like I like that one too. That one's fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they have anything new this year, but if they do, I will go get it. Yes, me too. Yeah. All right, Kobolds and Catacombs on Hearthstone has been released, and there's this amazing trailer. They made it look like an old VHS of, like, the Dark Crystal. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. It's so good. Uh, it's not going to get me to play it because I just I don't like random games of chance. I'm not really I'm into not... it. Christy's really into Hearthstone. Is she? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, I've never really – I've played it some, but – I'm more interested in that the fact that supposedly the new expansion or something has more options for playing against the AI rather than playing against other yeah. players. Yeah, I'm and more what? I'm more of an AI player. I, I'm more of a be in control player, and I know mm -hmm. it's your deck and such, but you still don't have much control over what card's going to show up next. That's why I'm not like a card player, right? You know playing poker or anything like that uh, i'm just not into that whole thing so right. it, it's it's not for me but that's okay because i play overwatch <laughs> <laughs> and you played i need to get back into diablo i actually haven't played Diablo. i started a hardcore character when the season came out and uh -huh. then i got into playing my druid and i really haven't played diablo <laughs> in a few weeks so it's okay my thumbs need to recover no, but I find it funny that Blizzard has all these games and you can just jump from one to the other to the other to the other. Mm -hmm. Like There was a time when I was really into Hearthstone. I was so much into it and then it was just frustrating me because you know, the random card generator. But um, I, I feel sometimes that like maybe I should play Heroes of the Storm and then I go, nah, nah maybe not. I'll play Overwatch instead and then I'll just play that for three months straight mm -hmm. or something like that. So Blizzard's... They they got a, a bunch of good things going, which I know I don't need to tell anybody that, but it's sometimes when you sort of stop and look at it from a thousand miles up, you realize how much better they're running their 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 IPs mm -hmm. than other people, like Nintendo. I'm not trying to compare them in any way, shape, or form, but it seems like what Nintendo does is they put out one thing and then that's it. Yeah. It's, it's like one thing and then it's that it's like Animal Crossing or Mario or Zelda or whatever it is and 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 that's what Nintendo puts out for that block of time and then they move on to the next one like it was Breath of the Wild earlier this year and now it's Super Mario Odyssey along with the uh, mobile version of um Animal Crossing. Mhm. Mm so with Blizzard you can just jump from one to the other. And there's also some nods to the other games in all the other games too. I mean, there's yep. references to Diablo that that's in World of World World of Warcraft, and they're not the same world. Mm -hmm. Diablo, the world of Diablo and the world of Warcraft are you know they're not really in the same milieu as such. Yeah. But there's always those little winks to one another. And they mm -hmm. do the same thing with Overwatch. They do the same thing with uh, with Heroes of the Storm. So, <laughs> by the way, I forgot to mention there's a, a reference. Well, I I shouldn't say that. The, the word Overwatch is used in WoW from years ago. I was going through some screenshots. Do you remember there was um I think it was a vendor and a bot in Desolus. Yes, and you oh, no. you would. Yeah, it was a vendor and a it was a goblin with the Vendatron. I I may be wrong. I, mean, I don't think it's Desolus. I think it was um maybe um South Shore. One of the two. There was one there, the, no, there was one in each. Okay, okay. Well maybe that's why I'm confused. It's Actually both. I think there were two in Desolus. There was one in the northern part and there was one down by the by the centaur camps. Yeah. And the thing is is that they only spawned at certain times yes. and you had to get them because they carried recipes that no one else you couldn't get anywhere else. Right. And the name of the bot was Overwatch. Oh really? I yeah. thought it was the Vendertron. No, let me look it up. Um Let me see. Wow. Well, maybe it was the Vendertron in Desolus. They may have different names. It's like the Vendertron 4000 and the Vendertron 5000. Uh, let me see. NPCs. Overwatch Mark 1, Mark 0. Yeah. Zandalari Overwatch. Humanoid Elite. Overwatch Mark 1. Hills Brad Foothills. 
Hills Bradfoot Hills, that would be uh, Terran Mill. Yep. That would be the one in Terran near Terran Mill. Yep. So he was named Overwatch, but the ones in Desolus were the Vendortrons. Yeah. So God, how much of my brain is taken up by this <laughs> sort of thing? I'm just wondering. I sometimes think about that. You know, how much is taken up by, you know, obscure WoW references and how much is taken up by song lyrics? <laughs> I can do the song lyrics too. No, my, my point is like, what is the next Blizzard IP going to be? Is, like, is it going to be like the Scarlet Monastery? Something, Some, yeah. Something, something really vague. And then you turn it yeah. into something awesome. Um, so, yeah, that, that's the new Blizzard IP is Scarlet Monastery. Right. So, uh, for news this week, uh, the Shaman Challenge, we haven't had any new finishers check in, but uh, Rokika and Settler's Rule have both reached 100. Woo! So they're closing in. Now, I know that Rokika, uh, in particular, was complaining how difficult things get at 100, and I could not agree more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, fa- I struggled some, but mostly what I did was I ended up pairing up with uh Kryler's warlock who is the same level and we leveled through the 100s together and that made it a lot easier mm-hmm. to be honest yeah and it's not cheating to group up as long as you're grouping up with someone who's your own level so yeah yeah uh even in naked and afraid you'll be able to group up you don't have to do everything <laughs> by yourself um from last week the artifact knowledge cap has been 50 um, been up to 55 and that's uh as much as it's going to go. Yeah. So at the top, 55 is it. Have you been working on that at all? Yeah, actually I have because once you get the netherlight crucible, it actually makes a difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was not really seeing the point in spending a lot of time pursuing artifact power, but then I got the netherlight crucible, which how you, um, how you progress your weapon from that depends on your artifact power. Yeah. So um, then I saw the value in it. But right now, I mean, I get something that's like, this gives you six billion artifact power <laughs> on your weapon. And, I'm, and it goes up like a third of a bubble. You know, you're going, I know. oh, yeah, well, it's uh, not so great anymore. You know, I, it's really, remember, hit, get, get hit a point where it gets really slow. Remember when 20 was a lot? Ooh, I, I got 50. Oh, 20 was, oh, my God, this is awesome. I know, it's like six billion. But the big news is 7.3.5 has hit the PTR. All right. What do we think about Have you been on it? I have not. Not yet, but I I actually have copied a character. I've done the thing where you you actually go on and you copy a character onto the PTR. And that's what I'm going to do when we get off recording is I'm going to go on to the PTR. Okay. What are your goals on the PTR? Well, I I have a you, you know you can copy over one of your, yeah. your you know your characters. I'm probably going to take my warrior who's like level 25 and play with some of the leveling zone things. Mm-hmm. They they're actually asking for people to do this because they want to test, you know, how well some of these these uh level splits work. That's an interesting point because I have a warrior. She's like level 15 19 something i don't know somewhere around there mm-hmm. and it would be interesting to take her walk through red ridge mountains and go into was a burnt is it burning steps or searing gorge i think i think it's searing yeah gorge. that doesn't that's not going to work that way anymore N- no that but it doesn't I, work that way well i thought that they said that specifically that you can go from like red ridge to that's what, what they said at the beginning but that's not how it's playing out on oh, the PTR. What do they change? Um, so I have to give props to my honorary research assistant this week, Phileas, <laughs> who reported into Discord on his observations on how the leveling splits are being done. Now, we had originally reported what we had originally been told, mm-hmm. which was the newbie zones would stay 1 to 10. But then after that, you could go 10 to 60 in any of the zones in Azeroth. Right. That's not true. Ooh, is it not true or is it just not set up properly yet? No, it's 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 not that... I, I think this is how it's going to be. Okay. The end, it, they all go up to 60. Mm-hmm. But they all start where they start, pretty much where they start now. So, for example... Um, 10 to 60 are zones like 
Darkshore, Ashara, Northern Barrens, uh, Ghostland, Silver Pine, Loch Modan. Ones that you would normally start at level 10. Mm-hmm. 15 to 20, 15 to 60 is like Hillsbrad, Redridge, and Ashenvale. Okay. So you can go into you can go into Red Ridge anytime starting in level 15 and up. 20 Stone Talon and Duskwood. 25 to 60 Southern Barrens, Arathi, Wetlands and both ends of Stranglethorn Vale. Um, 30 to 60 Hinterlands, 35 to 60 Feralist and West Plaguelands. Once you hit to 40 everything opens. Huh. So 40 and up is everything from traditional 40-ish zones like um, the like Tanneris and um, Badlands and such. But it also includes some of the highest level zones like Winter Spring and Silithus. But those are all 40 to 60. Okay. So what it looks like they're doing is these are all consistent with the starting levels that you would normally pick for that except that once you hit 40 everything opens hmm. so it's not like you can go at 15 you could go or when you hit 20 in red ridge that you can go to uh burning steps no that's 40 is the, the lowest level for that you you would go to any zone that's you know 20 and up or you can stay in red ridge until whatever hmm. but they and in some ways i kind of agree with this decision because otherwise you know it's it's a little harder to tell a story well that's what i wrote in our show notes is that how does it affect storylines because it, it would go that you would go for, if you start as human elwin and then you would go into red ridge and such and then a, a better example might be that if you start in teldrassil then the whole thing about the corruption and the, and the world tree and such then you're going to um uh darkshore Mm-hmm. You learn about that and the fur blogs and and the right. red crystal and you know all those things. So, and then you would go south to Ashenvale anyway. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. Um, but if they're if you're starting as a human and you go from Elwyn to Red Ridge, and then you would go north. Well, you're going into a level fifty, level forty, like a high forty, low fifty zone. Mm-hmm. And that's not, I was under the. Didn't they even say that you can do that? Yeah, they. Uh, that, that was originally how it was done. But Phileas has been on the PTR, and he says if you mouse over those zones, mm-hmm. these are the zone levels that they're telling you. So it seems to me they've modified. I mean, it's still better. I still think it's just a huge improvement, because what was always happening when I was leveling up my shaman was. You'd get like a third of the way through the zone, and you'd start, you know, you'd be too, you'd be too high for it. Yes. I wanted to finish the zone. Mm-hmm. This way, you'll be able to finish zones. Mm. But okay, what it does do, what it does, and if you decide, I'm level fifty, but I want to go to Stranglethorn Vale, you can, mm. you can do that. You know, it it once you hit forty, all the options open. Yeah, but it is sort of still kind of guiding you through uh, a storyline by level. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's a big jump sometimes. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. But um, I also know the other things that they have said, and this will also be something important because, you know, we're going to do the naked and afraid challenge after the first of the year. And if, since it just hit the PTR, I am guessing we're looking probably mid January at this point mm-hmm. for this for seven point three point five to go live. That's my prediction. Is, yeah. is mid January. Okay. Um, your leveling speed has been slowed way down, so you're not going to level as fast. That's interesting because one of the biggest complaints after Cataclysm was that you leveled too fast. Right, and okay. so they've slowed that down somewhat, and. Your heirlooms aren't quite as studly as they were compared <laughs> to what you're fighting. Studly. So, um, well, it's if you think about it, it's it kind of it kind of levels out since everything levels with you. You're gonna it's gonna stay about the same. You're not gonna be able to just go through. Yeah, you know, you're level thirty five. You're in a thirties 
31 zone and just go through and, and trash everything. Mm-hmm. No. So, you know, I'm assuming then also because they've done this minimum level with the zones that the dungeons are probably also affected. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that you can go into them, you know, you, you can go into them up to 60, but the, the what, at what level that you can go into them the first time mm-hmm. has been changed. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out. Um, Guild Wars 2 did that, where mm-hmm. you were level 1, and let's, let's say you, you got to level 10. If you got to level 10 and then you went back to a level 1 zone, you were level... They changed your level to like level 2 or 3 or something like that. It was a little different in the sense that they changed your level to accommodate the zone. But the right. point is, is that it would keep everything on a on a level playing field yeah I, I, I understand where having the zone adapt to you is a little trickier from a um from a standpoint of designing mobs and also loot tables and groups and groups but i think that's a, it's a more palatable thing than changing the players mm-hmm. to accommodate the zone yeah all right. So that'll be interesting. I'm I'm kind of anxious to play with it because I'm I'm interested to see what they mean because you know having just freshly taken a character through this, I have a really good idea of how fast they progress. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to go in and see how my warrior does. How studly everything is. How studly everything is. Yes. <laughs> uh, the other thing that's shown up in the PTR are racial. Embassies. Now, I've heard about this, but I know nothing about it because I didn't research it. So tell us all about this. Well, what little I know about them, because I, I did some poking around at it. There's a Horde embassy in Orgrimmar and an Alliance embassy in Stormwind. Mm-hmm. And they're all peopled by all, you know, all these characters that you know. But it seems to me that the purpose of these racial embassies is once you're in the the new expansion, mm-hmm. this is the place where you will go to unlock your allied races. Okay. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to go over is Wowhead's done quite a bit of data mining to determine <laughs> things like uh, some of the racial abilities that right now are on some of these... Uh, these new races mm-hmm. and the racial mounts. There's been some funny complaints about the racial mounts for the high mountain Torin because the high mountain Torin, uh, some of their, and they've also done, they, they've also data mined quite a few things for appearances and hairstyles and mm-hmm. all that sort of thing that people really care about. What do your characters look like? Um, that the high mountain Torin have moose horns or they can have moose horns. Yeah. Um, I and saw people complaining about that. Is a, Mount is a moose. Mm-hmm. So they can have moose horns on moose horns. Yeah. And people think this is very strange. It is strange. Um, so let me just review quickly some of the racial abilities mm-hmm. that have been found so far for the Nightborn, which are horde race, of course. Cantrips. Cantrip allows you to conjure up an Eldritch Grimoire, which allows you to access your mail for a minute and a half. Oh, that's not right. All the engineers I... are going, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't make your knight born an engineer then. Uh, masquerade, mm-hmm. of course. Shroud yourself in illusion, taking on the appearance of another knight born. What are you hiding? What are you hiding? Now, <laughs> I'm not sure what this is for other than play factor, but, you know, for play factor, I'm fine with it. Okay. Racial passives. Uh, they will have ancient history and inscription skill increased by 15 makes sense arcane affinity increases magical damage by one percent hmm not sure how i feel about that spell illusions draw upon your arcane sight piercing illusions and invisibility within 15 yards and magical resistance reduces magical damage taken by one percent i see you kind of squinting at the ceiling i'm I'm seriously squinting because i'm thinking about pvp Uh uh-huh so your so your damage is increased by one percent, and then your resistance magical is, damage. Ma- well, yeah, magical. I'm thinking like mage, priest, warlock. Yeah, and, and what then your constitutes res- magical damage? Is that all? Is that all of it? Like, or is it just like shadow and arcane? Maybe if it uh, says not 
elemental damage, it says or is all. it all of it? Magical would be fire, frost, shadow. Everything. Everything. And then and then the resistances are up? One per- take, Reduces magical damage taken by 1%. Now, 1% is not a lot. That's reducing damage. That isn't resisting it. Yeah. Resistance is that you that you don't take the damage in the first place. I know, but I'm just I'm thinking along the lines of like out in the world, I don't think it really matters much, but how is that going to how is that going to factor into PVP? Because there are there's a lot of min-maxing that goes on in WoW, and one of the things about PvP is that it's all about having an upper hand on your opponent, no matter what it is. Like, for example, um, when Blood Elves had silence. Have silence. Well, yeah, they have. I mean, I meant like when, when they first came out, because I was doing some PvP back then, and, and to be silenced, or it was an AoE silence. Yes, it is. Mon- um, yeah, it, it's an AOE silence. And I guess people have adopted to that. I don't know how OP that that would be now. It's but got back- long cooldown. It does, but back then, that was a big deal. Like if if you were surrounded by a bunch of casters, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. But if you're surrounded by like a warrior or something like that, then it doesn't matter. All bets are off. Right. But. I'd really like to know how people feel about this as far as PvP goes. Mm-hmm. Now, based on these racials, would you play a Nightborn? Yeah. And against um, a Dirty Horde. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a whole other issue. But <laughs> I, I, it would be tempting. Yeah. All right, what are some of the other ones? Void Elves. Okay. For you, the alliance side. Yeah. Racial ability, spatial rift, rip a hole in space and time, reactivate this ability to teleport through the rift. 30 yard range, 1.5 mil, uh, minute cooldown. 1.5 minute cooldown. So it's not like blink. And how far can you go? 30 yards? 30 yards. And blink is 20. Can that be expanded? I don't remember. So. 30 yards in a minute and a half cooldown. It depends on how fast it happens. Right. I'd have to see it. Yeah. But there's also this, there's also another one found for spatial rift that's rip a hole in space and time transporting you to targeted location 100 yard range. So there seems to be wow. some conflicting information on that. I would guess the 30 yard range is probably closer to reality. I'm guessing you're not going to be able to bring your flag through the rift. No, no. No. Racial passives. Chill of Night reduces arcane and shadow damage taken by 1%. Entropic Embrace. Your abilities have a chance to empower you with the essence of the void. Uh, Don't know what that means yet. Ethereal Connection reduces the cost of void storage and transmogrification by 50%. 50%? All you people who love your transmogs... Your model is now your Void Elf. Wow, 50%. All right, granted, I don't do a lot of mogging in the first place. I do it like maybe once or twice a month, but still. Yeah. That's one hell of a discount. All you transmog uh, addicts, this is this is your your new model. And this one is, is really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Preternatural Calm. Your spell casts are not delayed by taking damage. Oh, that's huge. Uh-huh. You, oh, that... In, not only in PvP, but even out in the world. But, yeah, wow. So if you're getting whacked on... You're, 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 not, getting you're, not, any, getting, you're not getting any delays on your spell casting. Now, i got to think about this. If, if you don't get delayed in your spell casting, and you're up against somebody who has 1%... To think about the math on this one, it seems like you have the upper hand. Right, it's if, an advantage. It definitely is an advantage. Oh, I thought that one was really advantage. cool. If, if you're now, so now are you thinking about a race change to void elf? No. <laughs> no, I really like playing humans. N- no, I, I have a night elf. I'm my night elf druid. Mm. She's my original day one character. Right. Um, but I have to think about that. 
But you see, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I think I'm overthinking it because in PvP, like I don't PvP you overthinking? much anymore. No, not me. Never, never me. Yep. All right. Any others? Lightforge Draenei. Oh, yeah. Racial ability, lights judgment, calls down a strike of holy energy, dealing 5,150 holy damage to enemies within five yards after 30 seconds. Mm, okay. 40 yards, 2.5 minute cooldown, instant cast. Yeah, it's just a strike, you know? Yeah. Racial ability, forge of light, summon a forge of light, enabling blacksmithing. Blacksmithing <laughs> skill increased by 10. <laughs> okay. That's if, random, if blacksmithing but... was useful for anything, other than making uh, shoes for your horse. Yeah, uh, see, they really need to bring professions back to something that's relevant. I know. De- racial passives, demon's bane. Experience gained from killing demons increased by 20%. That's nice. Um, that's nice. Trolls, trolls have a similar thing for killing beasts. Okay. Final verdict. When you die, the light avenges you, dealing 1,248 holy damage to enemies within eight yards and healing allies for 1,486. I really hope that these numbers scale because it, it's not going to be much of a verdict. Only doing <laughs> 1,200 damage. Well, they didn't squish the numbers yet, did they? For seven, no, they haven't. So what's the number again? How much damage? 1,248 holy damage. And I'm like, oh my god, no. it's like a splinter. It's yeah. got to be, it's got to scale or this has got to be post-squish number because that's that's ridiculously small. Yeah, that is. I don't know if that's, I don't know. Did, did we hear anything about a squish in 735 or were they going to just put that in, in 8? Well, we know a squish is coming, but I don't know whether it's... Co- I have not heard whether it's coming in 7.3.5 or whether it's coming with the expansion. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm looking it up now. There's, I uh, can't... Uh, no. It doesn't look like it was. Uh, it's, um, I'm just reading the forms real quick. It says, stat squish more than likely will not occur until 8.0. Yeah, okay. which means the expansion. So, And last one is holy resistance. Reduces holy damage taken by 1%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That actually cool. makes sense for a paladin. Right. <laughs> they also have the Dark Iron Dwarf, but they've only got the the names of the abilities, but no information. Dungeon Delver, Fireblood, Forged in Flames, Mass Production, and Mole Machine. Mass Production sounds interesting. That seems like a profession one. Yeah, probably can, can make, you know, maybe speeds up profession combines yeah. or something. Mole Machine sounds like the, the rift. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like some sort of transport. And the last one that they've data mined is High Mountain Torrin. Racial ability, Bull Rush. Charges forward for one second, knocking enemies down for 1.5 seconds, two-minute cooldown. Hmm. And the racial passives, Pride of Ironhorn, mining skill increased by 15 and allows you to mine faster. Hmm. Mountaineer increases versatility by 1%. Rugged Tenacity reduces damage taken by 330. Again, you know, that's practically a splinter. Yeah, with, yeah that's, not much. I'm thinking these numbers have got to scale. Uh, waste not, want not. You have a chance to loot additional meat and fish. Okay. So if you're a cook, that's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. So that's what they're talking about so far. They have, I mean, they didn't do much of anything for the, uh, the light... The, the dwarves and uh so i mean information is incomplete and all these things could change mm, okay all right the dalaran mailroom quest and minigame <laughs> what is this this is something that people have been playing with in 7.3.5 okay you pick up this lost mail near a dalaran mailbox now it's not always there um people have not determined how frequently it spawns or respawn or whatever, but it's a quest line that you follow where you learn how the postal system works. (laughs) And so it looks like a lot of fun, but the rewards at the end of it are a male elemental pet. Nice. Which is like a little, little arcane elemental guy and a toy to summon Katie stamp whistle, a male assistant who will quote, Deliver and retrieve mail unless she is called elsewhere. That, now, see, that's interesting that they have that, and then they have the the mail ability uh, on the racials. No, not the racials. Right. The, the yeah, um, on the on the nightborn racial. The nightborn racial. Um, okay. So they're they're obviously giving people more ways to get their mail. 
Um, I, you know, I, I'd be interested to see. I, I really tried to see if anyone had any actual data like, you know, she summons up, but she's only there for like 15 seconds or something like that. So you've really got to do it quick. Oh, you need or, sometimes. Yeah. Or it's variable. She'll disappear at some time between a minute and two minutes, you know. Uh-huh. So, but I was not able to determine entirely what she did yet. So more information will be incoming. But the quest line looks like it, it's one of those things has a sense of humor and it looks like a lot of fun. So, yeah, it looks to to me like that's something that's a little more useful in like vanilla and burning crusade than it really is now where you, you can't walk five feet without tripping over a mailbox somewhere. <laughs> well, that's not entirely true, but you know, it's, well, it would be nice to have, well, in a dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. In a dungeon, I guess if your bags are full, I mean, that does happen to me, admittedly, like when we're doing the old war runs, mm-hmm. I have roughly about 20 or 30 slots free. Right. And then when we're splitting the loot, unless I pass, then my bags are filled. But, but the, the thing about old war is that you can go into the conser- I think it's called the conservatory. Now I'll just mount up with my loot mount, mm-hmm. you know, my vendor mount, and I'll I'll just do that. So yeah, so will I and, and sell things. But uh, sometimes you know, sometimes if you decide it's I need a mailbox yeah. and you're in the middle of nowhere, why you know it's it's more useful than a lot of the toys we get. So that's, that's true. So I'm certainly not going to complain. <laughs> um. Is there anything else you want to talk about with 7.3.5? No, I'm very excited about this, actually. Um, yes, I am, too. It's it's actually one of the first expa- first big patches I've been really excited about. Yeah. So I wanted to talk, and I, this may be a recurring segment that I'm calling Discussions from Discord. Yes. Which is, you know, people talking on our Discord server about things, and there was you know, I, I'm really thinking about making a cocktail channel because we've had so many discussions about cocktails and different things people are drinking that, you know, we might as well share cocktail recipes. But might anyway, well. uh, mean... this discussion was about fishing. Mm-hmm. And several people, of course, have brand new shamans who are high level and they want to get their fishing up because. Lord knows when you're trying to get a character leveled up as fast as possible, the last thing you want to do is stop and fish. Right. But you might want to get your fishing up. Well, I just went through this with my druid. I decided how I was going to do it was I was going to get her the Underlight Angler. When I did this, her fishing skill was level one. one? Oh level one. Oh, my goodness. And I got her fishing to 800 in an afternoon. Really? How you do it is this. First you go to the Margos. Conjurer Margos's island, which is just off uh, Dalaran. You can, the easiest way to get there if you don't know how to fly, well, even if you do know how to fly, is to go out where the pet um, quest, the, the, the pet daily mm-hmm. is sometimes. And if you look off the back of the of Dalaran Island, you see a little island down there. You can either fly or you can use a goblin glider or your kite and yeah. just go over there. Uh, talk to Margos because what you want to do is you want to fish up drowned mana. And you can do this even at level one fishing. I can tell you that from personal experience. Um, there are raid groups for that, aren't there? Exactly. You join a fishing raid. Uh, so when you get there, you but you get your, all of your, your bait and you... Um, Go into the the group finder and you look in the in just in custom groups for. I look under either fish fish or margos or something and you get into a fishing raid. Mm-hmm. I got about forty drowned mana in a fairly short period of time and you know about forty points of fishing. It was actually a little embarrassing. I'm there fishing for uh, things and then I get the twenty five fish achievement that then gets you know broadcast the entire raid you know so i'm like yeah newbie here um and so you want some of those arcane lures the arcane lures give you a chance to get special bait now Mm -hmm. if you're cheap you can go out and you can fish up this bait and the two places you want to fish for either in azuna or in stormwind stormwind stormheim excuse me (laughs) stormheim not stormwind um or if you've got money to burn uh, go to the auction house and see if you can find these on the auction house. This is the fastest way to do it. This is the way I did it. 
I actually stole a couple of these items from my characters, too. Mm-hmm. Now, these are unique, so you can only carry one at a time, but you can store as many as you need to in your mailbox. Okay. Um, so, and what I would suggest is if you're going to do this, especially with Asuna, um, the place you want to fish is the little pond that is just, I'm directionally challenged here, just east of Illidari Stand. Mm -hmm. There's a little pond there. It's got a couple of guys standing around it, uh, fish in that pond. The items you want to get are for Asuna is the rusty queenfish brooch. Or if you're going to do Stormheim, you want the ancient Vrykul ring. These both allow you to see these special pools. And you don't have to have high skill to, to, to fish in pools. You throw it in, and in like eight for eight minutes, you can just fish in this one pool. And you can pull out anywhere from 25 to 30 of these fish. Mm-hmm. When you throw the fish back, it's five points of fishing permanently oh nice i remember that yeah yeah so what i did is i went and i bought and robbed my other characters of these two items and you want to fish inland don't fish on the sea um the the place that i usually go for um in Stormwind is Stormwind. i'm determined to say Stormwind. stormheim (laughs) the place i go in stormheim is um that area down by down across from where you do the uh the challenge quest for the Rykel ladies yeah. along there between there and the place with all the uh, all the worgen on the on the uh coast and so you get these fishing po- these these fishing pools it does not take very long when you have a few of these items and especially if you're using arcane lures because you will catch more of these rings and these brooches as you go along or other items that will give you special fish that you can then throw back. Oh, nice. But, you know, I used to do this by doing the 15 point quest in the garrison and that's okay, but you know, you can get 150 points of fishing off one of these items off one of the either the brooch or the ring in Asuna nice. or Stormheim. Stormheim. So, um I have a question. Yes. And with when you do these fishing raids, what drops off the fifteen pound mudfin snapper boss? The mudfin snapper boss? I'm kidding. It's not a mudfin kid- snapper boss. I'm kidding. It drops. It, it's the the thing that you really want is the mark of uh, Aquos, I think it's mm-hmm. called, and that summons this big elemental who's easy to kill, but he's the one who makes the pool all sparkly, and you can catch lots and lots and lots of drowned mana, which are your currency for buying the arcane lures. Yeah, funny that they had this boss there that you have mm-hmm. to you have to hit when you're. All... Oh wait, you don't switch fishing poles anymore now, do you? No. No. You used to. You don't have to. You don't have to, yeah. Yeah, you can just use a stick. It's, yeah. it's all right. Um, but you no, know, I just I have a macro which changes between my fishing pole and my uh, and my regular weapon. Although I did run into a problem with that the other day, when I didn't realize that my macro was wrong, and I was wondering why my my shadow priest was doing such crap damage, and I realized she had a fishing pole uh, equipped rather than her weapon. Mm-hmm. So I have made that mistake. Exactly. So, so here's a question from Reddit. Okay. How many vanilla player vanilla players does it take to change a light bulb? How many? Well, there's two answers to it. The first one is none. They hate change. <laughs> and the second the second answer is how many vanilla players does it take to change light bulb? Two. One to change it, and one to complain that the old one was better. I like that. I like the first one better though. Not, yeah, they, they, not, they don't like change. I, I get that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not really going to talk too much about... not going to say anything about vanilla this week. It's just... I think at this point that Blizzard is not going to give us anything until spring. At least. At least. Yep. So I think for now we just concentrate on the leveling changes and this and the the things that are coming out in 7.3.5. I'm going to try to get a chance to play some 
on the PTR, which I almost never do, but I'm, I'm really interested in this one. Mm-hmm. I am too. I'm looking forward to it because like right now I just feel like, nah, there's really not much for me to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's all we got. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Ren, how does everybody get a hold of you? I am on Twitter at Warcast underscore Renata, and I am on Facebook on Renata Kane. Look for the Undead Chick. And, of course, I hang out a lot on Discord, which is uh, discord.worldofwarcast.com. You can find her in the Cocktails channel, which I just created. Oh, good. I'll have to post a couple because <laughs> I did say I would post my the, the Cooperstown, which is an apple cocktail, and uh, the Lion's Tail. These are not through girly cocktails either these these are real hitters okay so be warned you can find me on twitter at star mike world of warcast on twitter world of gmail.com is our email address that's going to do it for this episode i want to thank everybody for listening we'll talk to you later for the horde for the giants yay let's hope we win <laughs> against the cowboys yep